Hello, people. Just a quick announcement from your boy, Papa JT. We have a brand new J Train podcast that's going to start right now. Fan favorite Ariana Margulis, but like maybe, is our guest today. We taped it about a week ago, okay? Also, at the end of the episode will be a brand new episode of Freed by Noon. That is the new podcast that I've started doing daily. So, Every Tuesday and Friday, you're still going to get a J-Train podcast. But in addition, we're going to have the Freed by Noon podcast. Today is a special day because you're going to get both. So it's going to start with J-Train podcast with special guest Ariana Margulis. Then we're going to have a brief little pause, and then you're going to start Freed by Noon. I wanted to add some extra love to your day for your listening pleasure. So enjoy. Share, 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 people. You got to share these episodes. It is now more important than ever to support your local podcast and your local comedian because, hey, people, we just want to spread the content, baby. The J Train Podcast. That's right. Every Tuesday and Friday, your emails, your stories, your questions. Right now, I'm imagining like a nerd with shaded sunglasses who's also playing the violin. Okay. Classic nerd look. Feather my nuts. 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 That's how it goes, people. Tell a friend, a coworker. Go tell a friend. Make it your Instagram story. Tag a bitch. Tag a bitch. Tag a bitch. Feather my nuts. Rate, review, subscribe. That's how it works. You tell a friend, you tell a coworker. It's how it goes. And you're like, what do you mean, Feather My Nuts, new listeners? Well, when you put it up as your Instagram stories, it feels that good. It feels like you're grazing my sack with a feather. A beautiful dove's feather. Back and forth, to and fro. We're getting user-generated description of how they would feather my nuts. And I, I want to read them out loud on this show. Is that okay, shall we? We were on a break! Sure. That's right. How, how I would feather. This is from a listener. Jared, it's a beautiful day, so I got to thinking about your nuts. More specifically, feathering them. 
you Shelby and I, each wearing red footy pajamas, are gleefully engaged in a pillow fight. Ooh, that's fun. The pillows are oversized and packed full of down feathers. Looking to cool off after so much exertion, you stand a few feet in front of a shop fan cranked to full speed. Ooh, I like that. Love a shop fan. With your back toward the fan, you undo the rear flap of the pajamas to feel the rushing wind on your undercarriage. I rip open the end of my pillow and dump the contents directly in front of the blowing fan. A flurry of feathers gust past your nuts. The stem of one long feather gets stuck in your butt crack such that the feathery tip flutters repeatedly against the seam of your nuts. Ooh. As you giggle with joy, Shelby gives me a knowing smile and we feel balance restored in the universe. Have a great day. Best regards. That was a fantastic journey he took us on. It's quite the pros. These are, yes, quite the pros. If you want to send in your version of Feathering My Nuts, email jtrainpodcast.gmail.com, title it How I Would Feather, and you can get involved with the fun. I'm very excited about today's guest. She is returning to the show. A OKP. She she infiltrated the OKP Army. Original key players. We can all breathe a sigh of relief. It's a guest we've heard before. <laughs> Beloved by the audience. Asked many a times to have her back. Ariana Margulis, thank you for coming on. What, I've, what a welcome. Always. We're very excited to have you back. I'm ready. I'm back. You're back. Uh, you've been you've been doing um, step up to the mic for us. Um, I'm here. You're, you're in a very exciting time in your life. It's a bit crazy. It's a bit crazy. And for those that don't know, Ariana has a fantastic Instagram account that you should be following yesterday. It's right, but like maybe, but like maybe, and she's a fantastic artist. Yes, I. I your art is amazing. I don't want. Last time you came on, I think some people thought I was insulting you. Oh, no. I loved it. Tell, I, tell us what you, you called I said, it. I said, this is like fantastic bathroom art. Right. But that's where I want to be. Yeah. And, and it wasn't a negative. No. It was meant to say that like, like this would be in like grandmother's house and you would know that I have a funky, cool grandma. Yeah. Because she has like a chuckle like this little thing in her bathroom totally to give you a little laugh and yeah we used to have these all over my grandparents house it would be like you know beautifully done cartoonish but also like a comic book type of look it's a look right i like to say it's kind of crappy but poppy like it's on purpose it's it makes you relate more when the art is just a little more relaxed and you know why i love watching you on instagram is that you will sometimes put yourself the artist version of yourself around real people and it looks great oh thank you i'm a fan thank you i i what makes you do that like how it just you know what it is it's like some like when i do i do yell at the bachelor on instagram stories like which is my favorite thank you by the way it's a little different it's it's a little show people appreciate that it's not just the food or you the camera going oh mondays like right. it's a, it's a it's like oh you've taken this seriously yeah no i like to give little bits different there's different seasons in the show like she i take pictures of people on the subway it's kind of creepy mm -hmm. um and i draw okay. her. <laughs> 
and I draw her in talking to them. You know, maybe it's like asking how their day is going or telling them about a bad date or something like that. And, um, you know, it's it's a different version of the cartoon and a different level. And and it looks cool. It's like Lizzie McGuire. Right. That's the vibe I'm going for. Yeah. Like a drunker Lizzie <laughs> McGuire. That's me. I think all of you, if you don't follow Ariana already, she's fantastic. It's called But Like Maybe. Um, and you have a book out. I do. I'm very excited about the book. I just came out with a book. It's called But Like Maybe Don't. Okay. And it's what not to do when dating based on all of my terrible, horrible past experiences. So is it like cartoons? Is it... Is it right? You know, what type of book is this? So it's basically like broken down into chapters where I tell stories of, you know, past gentlemen I've dated or Mm -hmm. quote unquote dated because they probably wouldn't say that we dated. Um, Okay. (laughs) Those situationships we all know and hate. Exactly. And interspersed with cartoons. Okay. So there's like a hundred cartoons in the book, but it's also it's like short digestible stories because I have zero attention span. And, you know, a lot of people these days... It's it's not a novel, but, but this, it's fun. But to me, this is like the perfect book for our listeners because it's beautiful. It's pink. It's bright. It's got cool pictures. Like, not to bring us back to the bathroom, the bathroom. but this is a bathroom book. This is a beautiful book to be in a nice bathroom. This is a hundred percent a bathroom book. I love that. I used to, growing up. Yeah, we'd have a book shelf in our bathroom. That's a thing. Absolutely. Yeah. And I and before your phone, that's what happened. Exactly. You either read the book that was like we had a joke book in the bathroom of my family house growing up. Mm-hmm. So like, you go down and there'll be a, a magazine rack in front of the uh, toilet. It's weird that it's like I'm hearkening back to another era. Well, because everyone just looks at their phone now. That's the thing. Before your phone, there was a magazine rack or. In college, I remember people would leave their old newspapers, and I'd be like, "Thank God." Yeah. Exactly. I'll read their newspapers. Mm-hmm. Kind of disgusting, but I'm just letting you know. I will grace your coffee table or your bathroom. I it's, don't discriminate. It's a perfect book because also I'm, I'm assuming how long are the stories? Like short, uh, totally. short. a couple pages. Cool. There yeah. you go. So Boom. it's like in and out. Yep. One one squat mm-hmm. and you got through a cool story with a great cartoon. And you'll leave feeling better about yourself. That's right. Because you'll feel so bad for all this weird shit I What's did. The, if you could give us a taste, and, and any of you right now, the best way to buy the book is Amazon. It's on Amazon, under, you, under $15. There you go. Add it to the to the cart with your toilet paper and your, you know, your bounty and your soaps for next month. Go, but like maybe, it's on Amazon. You can have it delivered right to your door. Can you give us a taste? Is there one but, story that you like to tell? Oh, well, so... Not um, to give away the book, I mean... So one uh, great story was I actually moved uh, to L.A. for a guy that I had a summer romance with. And uh, he I got to hold on. Repeat that for me one more time. You moved to L.A.? Yes. So basically, I met this guy in the Hamptons, fell in love with him. We dated for maybe a month. Yeah. And he didn't tell me he was moving. Right. Okay. So I'm going into this being like, I have this new boyfriend. It's amazing. Here's my, I got him ready. I'm, I'm ripening him, ripening him up for cuffing season. Exactly. Yeah. Fall is coming. Fall is coming. I got this great guy. We've hooked up for a month. I'll be coming back to him in the meatpacking district yep. after we go to Montauk. <laughs> right. I got it. <laughs> Many a night at the surf lodge under fireworks. Yeah. That was our first encounter so then august rolls around it's the end of the month and he's like i gotta tell you something and i'm like 
okay what <laughs> i'm pregnant <laughs> <laughs> he's like i'm moving to la and i was like oh get, did this did this just happen he was like well i didn't want to tell you uh oh because i was afraid if i told you you wouldn't like me oh my god this is hilarious <laughs> and i was like i love this because guys love an end date right so like we love hooking up with a forced end. Like a he forced knew. End. Yeah. yeah. Well, you're not the dick, but oh, if the world would change. Oh, if only if I only, wasn't moving. If only this wasn't happening. Yeah. Right. If only this decision I made for myself. Yeah. So what? Yeah. I, so what'd you say? And I said to myself, oh, wow. Uh, you know, that sucks. But in the back of my mind, I'm thinking, well, I'm not going to let this. I'm no, not going to let this don't end. Let, no, this is faith. <laughs> this is we're we're meant to be together. Oh, boy. So I was working for Ralph Lauren at the time, and I went to my boss, mm -hmm. and I said to her, you know, I'm really feeling, uh, you know, so down. New York has really got me so stressed <laughs> out. The <I> lie <laughs> is being transferred from man to you to Ralph Lauren. Yep. That's the funniest part to me. It's like <laughs> this lie. This is like a tele game of telephone. He's like, ah, I didn't think to tell you. Uh, New York's really breathing <laughs> down my neck. I need the sun. And so I just told her, I was like, I really need this move for me. Is there any way you could transfer me to LA? And she was kind of like a mentor. And I mm. feel like she was like, oh, gosh. Oh, yeah. Let me see what I can do. So weirdly, it actually only took about like two weeks. Okay. And I got everything <laughs> sorted. This guy's like, what? <laughs> like, you're like, I'm moving to LA too. So I... Oh, no, you know, um, <laughs> now that you mention it. <laughs> so I told him, I said, guess what? I'm coming too. And he was just like so disturbed. Like you yeah. could tell. Like he was freaked out. He, he had it all planned so well. Right. He pretended like to be excited or whatever. But like. Sure. And I moved out there. I'm telling you, I got this whole thing down in about a month like i had everything sorted <laughs> an apartment yeah. ready I was, that's the thing men are so like i know this in my own life like i am not organized like yeah. women even if they're unorganized they're organized like if they want and you know i think when i think when anyone male or female you know narrows their aim mm -hmm. they're like i'm gonna get this shit done yeah like if you if you want to start a podcast and you're like, I got, I'm going to, you're going to, you can make a podcast. At, like if you want to start something and you really want to do it and you put all your efforts towards it, you'll do it. It's happening. So, you, you know, for him, he's probably thinking, yeah, this, this move was like a year in the making. <laughs> and then you're like, oh, you're moving. Hold on two minutes. And then you're like, boop, 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 boop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have a place next door to you ready to go. See you soon. What are you ah. doing Saturday? Uh, so I, I moved told everyone it was for me okay and he but it was for him yes okay 100 percent. and now i can admit that now of course but in the back in the day i well, didn't, you can't say that yeah, yeah exactly and uh moved and we went on one date he took me to a matinee movie one la date one la day date not even was, the night and date. he was like Ah, we're in Hollywood. Let's go see Ace Ventura. Yeah. Like, is that what he's saying? <laughs> Basically, he we went and we went. We got a went to the Grove. I think. How old was he? He was probably twenty eight. And how old were you? I was probably twenty four. 
And how long did you last out in L.A. after that? So uh, how did it end? How did it? I mean, my heart was broken and I was obsessed with him and tried to follow him around for a few weeks. Mm -hmm. And then I eventually gave up and started dating actors slash models in L.A. Things change. (laughs) Instead of finance guys in New York. Yeah, you went to the. Yeah. I know that this girl right here is tough. (laughs) Yeah, you're tough. And it's strong. It was strong. It was hard. And um, but, you know. Did you like LA? Did you like living in LA? It took me to LA, and I stayed for almost two, three years. Okay. And I had a, I'm so glad I did it. Yeah. So glad I did it. And if he was the guy to get me there, I think it was a change of pace, and it. You well, know. that's the thing. You can look at back. We last episode we had a whole talk about like looking back and like regretting these things. It's like. No. No, you got out to LA. You had a great time. You, you know, this is where life took you. Like. You can't have those years back, so might as well look at it positively. No, it was great. I had a great time, but there was a day where I literally woke up and I was like, okay, it's time to come back to New York. Time to come home. Time to go back. Wow. Yeah. We're happy you're back. And Thanks. everyone needs to go follow Ariana on Instagram, but like maybe the book, but like maybe don't. Don't. And these are dating stories. These mm-hmm. are stories from your life of dating. And really embarrassing, embarrassing stories that we can all relate to. We can all relate to meeting someone and then going like, I just love the idea that he's like, I got to move. And you're like, damn, babe. Yeah, oh, <laughs> and he's like, I, and then he had to be the dick. <laughs> like It was like you were like, no, I'll, I'll be there. <laughs> Don't I love worry. LA. I love I'll the make story. <laughs> yeah. Let's do some emails. You ready? I'm ready. You know the show. You know how it goes. J train podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast at gmail.com. He has a super hot ex-girlfriend social media stalking self-sabotage. Ooh. Jared, you're hilarious. Love the pod. Feather, feather. Let's get into it. I met a really great guy. I met a really great guy on Tinder a few weeks ago. I'm 35. He's 43 in case that matters. We went on a couple dates, and for date three, he invited me over to his place for dinner. We had a great night. We connected super well. We can talk for hours. We have the same sense of humor and really similar personalities. And sex was great. Fast forward to this morning. Against my better judgment, I creeped his Facebook and found his ex-girlfriend. Why do we do this to ourselves? She's a dime. She's gorgeous. A couple years younger than me. Super fit and tiny. Even though we had a great night and he told me that he thinks I'm beautiful and sexy, I know that my body is bigger and softer than his ex. I also pretty much uh, the same height as he is. Whereas she was quite petite. So my question is this, how uh, is this? How much do men compare one woman to the next? How do I believe him when he says that I'm beautiful when I feel like I can't compete with his ex? Can men genuinely attract, be attracted to women with different body types? Hey, Shelby, look alike. Uh, Shout out to my big bitches. I got big, good pussy. She's not, you know, this girl's, this woman's very beautiful. Um, Shelby, we can take a look at her. She sent a picture. She's perfectly great looking and all that. So what do you think? Do, have you ever dated someone where this kind of has, does this feel like it connects to something in your life? Well, everyone looks at the ex, right? I, at least I do. Yeah, I, I think, I think women are way more likely than I've never looked at an ex. And when I look at an ex, I'm like, oh, I get it. Usually. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, great eyebrows. Like I, <laughs> like I see that, but I never, I've never really thought I, I, it's never really bothered me. Like I, even my girlfriend now, she'll be like, oh, I, I'm usually into like, you know, 
she's always told me she'll say that she's into like rocker types, mm-hmm. tattoo arm types. <laughs> and I mean, even the other day, we this happened. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, we went to. Um, we decided <laughs> to get uh, pizza the other day, so we were like, we're gonna go to a good pizza in New York pizza place, not just like, you know, there's certain pizza places in New York that are like um, destination like pizza places or something. We went to Scars. Oh, Scars, yeah. Scars is uh, if I if I'm yeah. to give anyone a suggestion visiting New York, Delish. go check out Scars. And also, the look of Scars is 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 a fun. You feel like you're in the atmosphere of a pizza. Place. It's a vibe. It's a vibe. So we get there, and the people working there are also a vibe. They are. They, They're cool. Very cool. Very hip. Way cooler than me. <laughs> I walk in like, hey, I'll take a slice of pizza. And the guy's like, what's up, dude? And I'm, like, oh, I'm like, I'm like Johnny Midwest. Just like, hey, do you have a grandma slice with some, you know, like just big fucking stupid idiot pizza guy. They're smooth. The guy's oh, like, wow. Yeah, I walk in. Hey, everybody. Dun, 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 dun. Like, that's me. You know, and. Yeah, that's me. Slipping on. On a banana peel. Yeah, I'm slipping on banana peels, and I'm fucking doofy loser boyfriend. And the guy behind the counter is like, maybe the coolest guy. Like, long hair, tats. Long hair, tattooed arms. I'm with Jess, my girlfriend, and she's kind. You could see, like, yeah. She's like, yeah, these people. Like, you can see she's almost like trying to say that she's not with me at this point. <laughs> <laughs> like, because he, yeah, this guy's like, hey, you want, you want some of this pizza or whatever? And I'm like, yeah, we'll take two slices. And he's like, why don't you quiet down, dude? You seem to really want this pizza, huh? You hungry? And I'm like, yeah, I'm kind of hungry. He's like, yeah, why don't you just chill? We'll throw it in the we'll throw it in the oven for a few minutes. And I could tell, I did have a moment where I was like, "Oh, that Jess thinks this guy's hot." Like I could, I just knew. Right. Her, well, but I wasn't personally offended. I think there's a difference between you can acknowledge someone hotness. is hot, someone's hotness, and there's a difference between that and then flirting with them or being wanting to be back with that person. Totally. And I think I've definitely looked at exes, but you have to just take the standpoint and trust them. Like, look, they're not with them anymore, and there must be reasons. Absolutely. And the penis isn't a liar. Right. The penis is relentless. The penis is honest. And the penis has no time to be wasted. So trust that. He's not bringing his penis to you. Like, the penis isn't driving him to you because he wants to hang out and not fuck. And he's with you. And he's with you. Where is he in the room with? Who's he in the room with? Who's he taking to dinner? Who's he, you know? Totally. That's Where's the you effort going? It's, you're just making yourself crazy thinking about. It's not, there's nothing you can do about it. Yeah. Here's the other thing. I don't, I'll talk about how I've dated. I've never dated one girl in spite of another. No. So I've never like been with someone and been like, thank God it isn't blankety blank. Right. So when he's with you, he's not thinking like, and here's the other reality. And this is gross to say, but like for every hot girl, there's a guy that's tired of fucking her. So like guys like different, like there's, it's just the reality of, of sex. Everyone likes different. Dude rock. 
Dude's rock. <laughs> well, it's just like you. It's just a reality. But I think everyone likes different. Absolutely. And the, the, the just like I said earlier, it's like you're not with that person because you wanted something different. You wanted whatever you learned in your past relationship. You wanted something to change, mm-hmm. you know, and I think everyone has a past. You can't erase that. Of course. Something in her email really spoke to me. Um, the the uh, the uh, like, I know that my body's bigger and softer than the ex. I'm also pretty much the same height as he is. That uh, was yeah. I didn't get. I was like same height. I guess she's saying that like I'm a bigger woman compared to this. This she's this, hot. This, it's fine. It yeah, it's don't. hot. She's it, beautiful. But the, the thing is like, there's this thing of like, it feels like. And tell me if I'm wrong. Where there's this like envy of the little petite girl of women. Oh. <laughs> Cause she's like she's little like, and cute. petite, like yeah. and cute, and it's like, no, that the, that doesn't matter. Like, I guess I've always wanted to be taller, so I don't. I get that, like she's probably cute and bouncy, and like you know, I get that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't know about the height thing for it, me. It's well, she's like she's fit and tiny. Mm. Fit and tiny doesn't mean anything to me. Yeah, fit me and tiny isn't like. Gotta be with that fit and tiny girl. Right. That's never been said to me amongst guys. That's never been like, and that's not to. Yo, dude, the new girl I'm seeing, four <laughs> ten. <laughs> she fit. Oh shit! Hell yeah! Oh my god, four ten? Is she fit? Eighty-seven pounds. Oh my <laughs> god! Are you mean to tell me is she like the top of a of a cheerleader pyramid? can hold her in my palm oh my that is the hottest and then we all go in the bathroom and masturbate yeah like that's not like i and that's not to disparage the 411 girl who's tiny you know like no they're everyone is someone's foot is what i've said on this podcast a lot like there's guys masturbating to feet you know so like you're a foot yeah there's everyone has a different flavor they're into of Whatever their fantasy is. Totally. And also, when everyone goes to get ice cream, we'll try a bunch of different flavors first before we end up on the one that we end up with. Right. Just because you tried Rocky Road doesn't mean you don't end up with a sorbet. Like, I'm sure her boyfriend before, if she had a relationship before this person, was probably pretty different. Totally. You know? It's just, I think there's this, like, a lot of times there's this connection made where it's like, because you were with that doesn't mean you won't be with this. And that's not... That's not the reality. I've never had that conversation. I actually would get more freaked out if I looked at the ex. First of all, let me just preface this by saying I get what she's going through because we all do this. We all look Mm -hmm. at our partner's exes. But I'd actually be more freaked out if I looked at the girl and she was like just like me. You know what I mean? Yeah, because then it's like you just replace me with this different – like I – that that's almost tasteless. Yeah, then it feels weird. Like you're almost just going to someone that's exactly the same. Yeah, or, and then I, I think I'd be comparing myself to her more because I'd be like, "Well, we're exactly the same, minus her ankles, or I don't know, like you <laughs> or know the what personality. I mean? Yeah, she's funnier than me, or she's whatever. But that, this is also to get to the end of the discussion. It's the you're damned if you looked at it anyway. You know, any way you look at it, you have to be, you have to look at this kind of in reverse. Mm-hmm. I am me. He's with me. He's with me. That's all that matters. That's at the end of the day. You're so right. You're at, you're with him. You're at the dinner. You're at the apartment. All this other stuff doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. 
The J Train Podcast is sponsor people. ShipStation, ShipStation, ShipStation. When you're selling online, getting your orders out can be complicated and costly. How do you keep track of who gets what? Which shipping carriers should you choose? Are you getting the best rates? That's why you need ShipStation. It's the fastest, easiest, and most affordable way to manage and ship your online orders so you can focus on the fun part. Just a few clicks and you'll be managing your orders, printing out labels, and getting your product out fast to keep your customers happy. Here's the thing. When you do merch, when you're selling merchandise, when you're doing stuff on Etsy, the hardest part is getting the order to the person. I sold some posters, like signed yeah. ones for a podcast a couple years ago, yeah. thinking this will be great. People love the show. Yeah. It cost me an arm and a leg. Because what you don't think about is how does the poster get packed? What, how, what protects the poster? What's the most cost-efficient way to send it? Is it the U.S. Postal Service? Is it UPS? Is it FedEx? He, this is all stuff you don't want to think about because none of us, most of us, are not in the shipping business. Most of us are in another business that you now have to be the shipping coordinator for your own business. Oh, cool. So this person's buying it from the U.K. How exactly. neat. Oh, this is, I'm bankrupt. And if you were a big company, you would have a whole department for this, but you're not. Nope. Because you're a small business, so you have to outsource that, and you do it with ShipStation. ShipStation.com. No matter what you're selling, Amazon, Etsy, your own website, ShipStation brings all your orders into one simple interface that you can manage from any device, even your cell phone. That's huge. Right now, J Train Podcast listeners can try ShipStation free for 60. That's six zero, 60 days when you use offer code JTRAIN. There's absolutely no risk. You can start using your free trial without even entering your credit card info. Wow, people, that's huge. So if you have a business, make ShipStation your head of inventory management. That's your kid that went to school for supply chain. Just visit ShipStation.com. Click the microphone at the top of the homepage. Type in JTRAIN, JTRAIN, JTRAIN. That's ShipStation.com. Enter code JTRAIN. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. Here with Ariana Margulis. But like maybe. That's the Instagram account. But like maybe don't. That's the book. You Woo. can order it on Amazon right now. I would go do that right now. Order it. It'll be at your door in two days. You Done. Get it with all your groceries. And Are you a Prime member? It's basically free. It's there. Under 15 bucks. Is it bucks. over? Under 15. Is it over? Hi, Jared Shelby and guest of the day. Um, I need your advice for a problem I have. Any wisdom of yours would be greatly appreciated. Okay. I've been in a relationship with my boyfriend for three years. I'm 24. He's 23. When we started dating, I was fresh out of college, and all my friends uh, left to colleges out of state, so I lost everyone I used to hang out with. Uh, so my life kind of became Not my uh, came to my world revolving around him and his friends. Have you been in this situation before? Yes. Already, I'm going eek. Yeah, it's tough. It's tough. My boyfriend and I used to spend a lot of time together and have a great relationship, but the past uh, months, I've been getting with this weird uh, feeling where I feel like something has changed and I don't really feel like hanging out with him anymore. Mm. She doesn't want to hang out with him. I used to be close with some of his friends, but I've noticed a change in, in behavior they have towards me. They don't talk to me as much. I'm in a group chat with them, and whenever they say something and I respond in any way, the chat goes silent. I've talked to my boyfriend about it, and the only thing he says is, Sorry. Ooh. He's not doing anything to make me feel better about it. We don't live together. He's been unemployed, trying to find a job for almost a year. He keeps telling me he wants to live with me, but we're not on the same page. I want to move away from my hometown and travel, but he wants to build a house in his hometown right next to his parents' house. Can you imagine the privacy? LOL. 
He's been hanging out with his friends much more, so I don't know if he said something to them, and that's why he and his friends are acting weird. I didn't do anything wrong, so I'm really confused as to what's going on. Anytime I talk to him about it, it's only a I'm sorry. He's going to a party soon that one of his friends has planned. He asked if I wanted to go, but I feel really awkward going since so I declined, to which he replied that he was going anyways. I know I'm indirectly painting him as a bad guy, explaining my concerns, but he's always been a great guy, and he still texts me all the time, all lovey-dovey. It's just these past months I've noticed these changes in red flags. I'm really confused and conflicted on what to do next. It's been three years, which is a lot of time invested in someone. What are your thoughts on this, and what should I do? Is it time to call it quits? Please help. Uh, well, because I've gone so wrong and had so many adventures, and this girl is 23, she said? 24? She's 24, he's 23. And you're saying she's she wants to travel, she wants to move out of her hometown. Yeah. I think you guys have, it sounds like you might have different things you want to do. Yeah, I'm with you. I, I know it's tough to tell people. It is. Like, here's the Here's, here's the, the deal. The, Here's the the turn in your life. You'll look back at this moment maybe and be like, wow, wow. that's when I... Thank God. Yeah, yeah, thank God. Or like that's when I moved or that's when I ended this thing. <clears throat> like the... With relationships, it's always like, you know, it's those small parts that you had a good time, but then there's like those like, you know, it's when you got together, when you ended. Those are the things you remember most. Mm-hmm. I think... There's two very important sentences in this email, and you already talked about one. Okay. It's the, um, she writes, I want to, mo- uh, to move away from my hometown and travel, but he wants to build a house in his hometown right next to his parents' house. Can you imagine the privacy? LOL. That's not LOL. No, me. that's not an LOL. That's no. not a joke. Yeah. Because he, some people... Build a house next to their parents and live happily ever after, and good for them. Let's not judge. No, I'm the, from Michigan. That's what everyone. Totally what, fine. Yeah, and let's not judge people for doing something that makes them feel good. In the same way, I wouldn't judge you. Like he could write that sentence about you going. She wants to travel the world. Imagine, imagine right. the. Uh, what are you going to save some money and build a house? LOL. Like right. he could do the same to you. This is just not the match. It's just not what she wants, it doesn't sound like. Totally. There's, there's nothing wrong with him. There's Mm-mm. nothing wrong with you. I think the friend stuff and the... And then there's a second sentence that... So that's my first sentence that, like, I agree with you. Like, those are just two different people with two different view, visions of the future. Mm-hmm. That might, That doesn't mean that both of them could have different futures. Like, he could end up traveling the world even though that's, you know... And she could end up building a house next to her parents. But for now, this isn't the match. Right. Something right, she wrote, it's been three years, which is a lot of time invested in someone. Yeah. That perspective, you're going to hate yourself for it. Mm-hmm. It's just not getting you anywhere. You had the experience. It was a good experience. Now it's time to go. Mm-hmm. You'll be writing a year from now. It's been four years uh, invested in this. Yeah. And you'll learn something from it. But right now... I. I mean, I think even her writing the email, she's looking for us to tell her, but I feel like she already knows. She hasn't. She knows. I she mean, knows. She's got to break up and then the other stuff can happen. I think <clears throat> here's what I would say to people. And I've always thought this time is the easiest uh, is the worst resume item. That's a great point. 
time is the worst. Doesn't matter. Resume item. I hate it. And it's an old school thing. It's a very like boomer thing. Mm-hmm. I hate that word too. But yeah. I, <laughs> I, I think when people go, well, I've been doing this 30 years. And you go, well, you're talking to me. That means you fucking suck at it. Yeah. You've just referenced the easiest and worst resume item. So when you say we've been together three years, I don't Doesn't give a matter. fuck. If you don't love each other, that three years probably feels like 80. Right. I think that goes for a lot of things, too, like the time thing. Oh, yeah. you know, we've only been together three months. It doesn't. Everyone's different. Doesn't it's, matter. You don't have to be together X amount of time to do this or X amount of time to do that. Or X amount of time to, to break up. To break up. Yeah. Like, OK, well, three years is, is a lot of time invested. What's a little time invested? Mm hmm. You know, like it, 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 it's all. And she invested, but she also didn't invest because now she's got no. I, I mean, I, I've, I'm not nagging her, but I've done this before, too. You lose all your friends. Mm-hmm. You don't make any more because you're just relying on him. So totally. You, you have to think of uh, when people bring up the time. Time is a is is finite. Mm-hmm. So you only have so much of it to put into, you know, so you've already put in three years. Okay, let's not put any more, you know, let's not put good money into bad. Mm-mm. Let's stop throwing money into the fire. Yeah. She needs to get out. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. Why is getting a guy to open up like pulling teeth? Hmm. I think it depends on the guy. Okay. Have you been with guys who are really open with that stuff? Yes. And I've also been with guys that are not. Yeah. I think it's all, I, I think it depends on the guy. But what do you think? Um, yeah, I think it depends on the guy. I, I get accused in my relationship of not being tough to talk to about certain things. And I'm always like, ask the questions. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes it's how you ask too. I think we also as women and I'm, not trying to speak for everyone, but I think sometimes I'm not direct enough. Mm-hmm. You know, we want them to, we want guys to guess or we want to just be magically understood. Sure. So I think like you said, that's a great point. You know, ask the, ask a direct question. You'll get a direct answer. I think also like timing <clears throat> is a big thing. I think when like you're the person looking for answers, sometimes you bottle it up until the worst possible moment. Yeah. And then you just spit it all at once. And the person's like, well, we're doing this now. Mm-hmm. Like we're we're just having it out now. Why didn't you ask it three weeks ago when you had this issue? Or why didn't you say something the first time this happened? Yeah, you know, if and this has been bothering you every time. I'm in a long distance relationship. We've been official for th- close to three months or so. We have been talking about me moving to his city since we became a thing in August. <sighs> Oof. However, he just moved four hours away from his city for work and asked me to consider moving there instead. I just visited him in his new city over the weekend and things went well, but he did not bring up moving there and seemed to be lacking emotions. I.e. excitement of me being in town, of me potentially moving in, et cetera, et cetera. I tend to hold back my emotions if I feel they're not being reciprocated. So naturally, I held back and had a breakdown as soon as I was leaving and I expressed to him over text once I got home. Again, this is exactly what we were just talking about. Yep. <laughs> I I could send him a text a mile long of how I'm feeling, but I received one sentence in return, hardly addressing the problem at hand. I attached a few screenshots for reference. Should I still consider making the 1,000 mile, 1,100 mile move in hopes that he will eventually open up? I am no dentist, but why is getting a guy to open up like pulling teeth sometimes? Put him. 
Uh, <laughs> isn't there a way I can get him to be more open about his thoughts and feelings without prying? Any advice would be appreciated. And a celebrity look like from Classic Shell would be very much appreciated. She's very pretty. Um, Shelby, do you have a celeb lookalike? This is his keen knack. He's undressing her with his eyes. What do you think? Do we want to read the text? Yeah, maybe let's see. Uh, <clears throat> Courtney Cox. I see that. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I'd have to get a better look. We I'm thinking all. of someone right now. I just have to Google to make sure that's who I'm thinking of. Oh yeah. I see that. Yeah, yeah. I see that. Mm-hmm. I, I was thinking like Olivia Munn. Olivia Munn. I see the <coughs> Brie. What? Let's read the text. Ready? The cheese. The cheese. She looks like cheese. Um, <laughs> I made it home safely. Thank you for such a fun weekend, babe. I'm sorry I had a breakdown, but I feel like I was kind of holding back a lot of emotions. It's been hard for me to express some of them because of previous relationships, and I don't feel comfortable being super emotional, especially when you don't seem to express your feelings very often. I hate crying, but that's what happens, so I'm sorry for that, but I am serious about you and want to be more open so we can grow as a couple. That was her text. Okay. He texts, what have you been holding back? Oh. So I have to agree with him on this. Okay. Everything she said in that text didn't get us anywhere right like she was more was it? yeah she was more open with us in the email than she was in that text mm-hmm. her email said you mentioned her her email said we've been talking about moving to his city since we became a thing in august that should have been mentioned it should have been hey we've been talking about moving to your city in august then you moved to another city now you want me to move there you don't seem excited for me to be there even when I'm visiting. Why would I up in my life for someone that doesn't seem excited for me to do that? That's clean and simple. The opener. Because right, that would be my opener. Yeah. Because that's what's on your mind. Right now he goes, well, what have you been holding back? All right, here's your chance. Just in general. Like, that's like, like, what? Just in general. Like Saturday morning, I was in such a good mood and was super happy. And I said something to you about it in the car, and you didn't really say anything back. Something like, about what? Being happy? It's just so vague. Yeah. She's looking for him. And I know like, there's this thought of like, well, he'll whisk you off and take you on a ride to his <laughs> new town 1,100 miles away. Like, That's just not realistic. She writes... Um, after we had sex, I had asked why you uh, you make me feel so good, and all you said was, "I don't know." <laughs> also, this guy, <laughs> yeah, he could gonna... he could elaborate, sure, a little, but he's already been lackluster, right? So, like, say repeating back to him what he did. Hey, you're not excited when I'm in town from 1,100 miles away. You got up and said, "I don't know," when I'm trying to talk sweet to you. Mm-hmm. What the fuck? Yeah, you made me feel bad. Like. And got up. Both things aren't a big deal in the grand scheme of things, but I just feel like you don't show that much emotion, and it makes me feel really hold back. Like, I was honestly really excited that you asked me to consider moving down there, and now it makes me second guess if you even want me to. And then he writes back, Uh-oh. I'm sorry. That's it? Uh, then he writes, later, I really don't know what to say. I Wha- mean, you know I really like you. She writes, yeah, but... Do, do you understand where I'm coming from? He writes, yes, babe. I guess I'm not sure how to show emotions. 
She writes, why not? And then he writes, IDK. Oh, wow. And then she writes, okay. And then he writes, I'll try harder, babe. So See, I, I know I came down on her pretty hard. Um, he, he doesn't want to be in this. No. Yeah, you can get him out. Time. <laughs> it's time for him to go. I mean, what that was. I, I was, that was cringing. Brutal. That was harsh. That was hard. Because I, I, we're giving. Her, she's the emailer, so I feel comfortable speaking directly to her. So I, I do think she could be more direct. I think she it, could be more more direct, but that was also. But he's got to mm. give her something to play with, like. He didn't even say, I want you to move. He's just like, I like you. Well, because he's avoiding it. He's avoiding Because he doesn't want to, he doesn't want her to. And I think he, maybe he got scared. Maybe he freaked out. Yeah. You know? And now he doesn't want her to, but he still wanted her to come. You know, I don't. The problem is I give this advice a lot on this podcast where it's like, you don't want to put your feelings in the other person's hand. You can't rate your feelings via the other person. So Mm -hmm. like, do you, I think she has to ask a lot of questions of herself. Do I like this guy? I think that's like first and foremost. Do you like that someone likes you or do you like him? I Yeah, and thinking about that conversation, that must have not felt good. So if you you spent the whole weekend not feeling good, why would you want to... Be with someone that you're pulling, yeah. you know, that you're trying to Please. get... It's not even emotional openness. It's we're having a conversation. I think if she... She dances around the subject of like, I, I she should have just move. because I don't think she wants to hear the answer also. And I've done yeah. that before, too. Sure. She doesn't want to say, do you still want me to move? Plain and simple, because I think she's afraid that he's going to say no. Yeah. And I think that's, and, or say IDK. Right. Like, IDK. I'm like, are you 10? Oh, yeah. That IDK really. It was like a dagger in my heart. I guess I'm not sure how to show emotions. Why not? IDK. That's not what he's not sure how to do. He knows how to show emotions. He doesn't know how to respond to this text. He doesn't know how to discuss with you, you moving 1,100 miles because you become his response. Your move becomes his responsibility that he shares with you. And he's not sure about the relationship. So he doesn't want to make someone move. It's the same thing as uh, going to California. Yeah. I was dating a guy long distance and we both decided, and it was about three months, same timeline. And we'd both decided we were going to meet in Miami Mm -hmm. for a weekend. He was... New York, we was New York, LA. So we both flew to Miami, had the worst weekend yeah. ever, ever. Why was it so bad? He brought his best friend. I didn't know. Come on, swear. But that's a way to like. Yes, that's him exactly. having the conversation without having the conversation. Right. And at the end of the trip, he broke up with me at the airport, and I said, "Why? We talk. We've been talking about moving. One of us moving. We've been talking about this and that. Why did you even bring me to Miami?" And he said, "I just needed another. I needed a weekend to be sure." Hey. And I feel like this probably this guy was like, "I'm gonna." He wasn't sure. Yeah. But it's easy if you hand deliver yourself to someone. They're not gonna say. I mean, I don't think he was gonna say no to her coming. Yeah, I I think no because they're together, quote right. unquote, and they're long distance, quote unquote. But I think. <clears throat> when you're long distance, you have this like illusion of a relationship, but then you get together and it's like, okay, that's what it would be like together, but on vacation. If he couldn't even handle the trip, if you didn't walk away from that trip being like, I had the best fucking time, and instead you just ignored all the conversations that you had. Like, I think what happens when you're long distance is you end up having vacation together and you never get down to the nuts and bolts of a relationship. It's true. So you never really have the time to go, so... August, because you don't want to ruin the good time. Yeah. August, you said, I'm moving to you. Then you move cities again. 
do you want to do a move in? I, and then you have to go, I do. Yeah. Or you go, I don't want to move to your city. You have to state where you stand. And I think she's doing a lot of like, oh, whatever. And it's like, no, I want to move to bungfuck north. Wherever it is. Adult shit and live with you. Mm-hmm. Are you ready for me to move? And he's going to go, uh, IDK. Yeah. And it's like, okay, that's your answer. Goodbye. Right. No. Because it's sad to us right now. It sounds like he doesn't want you to move there. And he's just holding on to you because he doesn't want to be a dickhead who made you hold on these three months and promised you things that he couldn't deliver on. But he's being more of a dickhead by not saying it. Yeah. The J Train Podcast is brought to you by Rothy's. 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 Rothy's shoes are insanely comfortable. I know that certain shoes can be rough on your feet, especially nice flats you wear to the office. But with Rothy's, there's zero break-in period. Yahoo calls these shoes the most comfortable flats ever. They have tons of styles from sporty sneaks to everyone's favorite basic black flat with a pointy toe. These are the in-between shows. Yeah. Shoes. These are the in-between shoes that get you to the office, that are office on a Wednesday when you have no meetings. You don't have to be in front of people. Just throw them on. They're comfy. They're cute. That's the whole deal. You see those people on the train? They're like all dolled up with everything, but then they have like Nike running shoes on. It looks on. ridiculous. Yeah. Why not look smart, fashionable, fun with Rothy's? And I, I got to say, they've now started doing handbags. Wow. I was in D.C. I walked by the Rothy's store and I looked in. The handbags look beautiful. They're striking. I looked in the store. I thought it was like a Gucci store. Mm-hmm. Like it was beautiful. The, it was like very bright and, you know, like white and bright and lit up. And then these purses are colorful and vibrant and beautiful. So I, I got to say, I love what Rothy's is doing because they are starting with only a few products. They're looking to get a few products so right that they fit into your life. So listen. The shoes are made from recycled plastic water bottles. They've kept 50 million single-use bottles out of landfills. So they're doing good stuff for you. Plus, it's a comfortable, great shoe. Check out all the amazing shoes and bags right now at rothys.com slash JTrain. Go to rothys, that's R-O-T-H-Y-S dot com slash JTrain to get your new favorite flats, comfort, style, and sustainability. These are the shoes that you've been waiting for. Head to rothys.com slash JTrain today and slip into something you'll feel good about. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. Here with Ariana Margulis. Go, 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 follow. Go, 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 go right now. At But Like Maybe, But Like Maybe Don't is the book. You can order it on Amazon right, right now. Let's do Boot Camp Ghost. This is the longest fucking email ever. Let's go. You can go faster than that. Come on. I know. I know. Okay. Let's go to the next one. I love this one. Jared, hoping I can get some advice on a weird situation I've been having with a guy I've been hooking up with. I met this guy off Tinder right around New Year's. After a couple of weeks of messaging and cancellation, we finally went on a date that went well and ended up after a couple weeks of messages and cancellations, we finally went on a date that went well and ended up having sex at the end of the date. Okay. Since then, we haven't really gone on a date again, but we've met up casually and had sex a few times. Usually, waits a week to reach out again after the sex, so I know he's not looking to take things further. The sex is super great, and he's a cool person to hang out with, so I'm down for this just being casual. All right. 
The main way we communicate is through Instagram with messages and story replies. Okay. Mm-hmm. A couple weeks back, I saw on Instagram that he was out, and I responded to one of his stories with a joke. He liked the message, and then when uh, when I went to look back at it, I noticed the story was gone. Since then, I haven't seen him post stories, uh, any stories, so I'm assuming he blocked oh. me from seeing them. It wasn't like I was stalkerish or said anything bad about them, so this feels really off. Wow. I didn't reach out to him, figuring the block was a clear message, but then a week later, he responded to one of my Instagram stories about a trip I have coming up, and we had a short, nice short conversation about it. The next night, I reached out late and asked if he was uh, wanted to hook up. He seemed super happy about it, so I went back to my place and had a great night and chill morning with lots of sex. The next day, he completely stopped watching my Instagram stories, which is out of the ordinary because he always watches them and is one of the first people to do so. So he's either avoiding my stories now or he put put me on mute. We didn't talk again after he left my place that morning, so this just seems so random after we had a great night of sex. I'm so confused as to what's happening. I really like hooking up and don't get why he seems like he's trying to cut it off. We rarely talked as it was, and for him to cut off the form of communication we were using seemed like he was trying to send some sort of message. But I don't get it at all. He's making me feel super weird, like I've done something wrong when I can't think of a single thing I could have done to warrant getting blocked and muted on... Uh, on the one method of communication we were using. Would love your insight as to what the fuck is happening and if the friends with benefits scenario is even worth continuing. I'm 23, he's 29. I live in a mid-sized city that he lives a half hour outside of, so he's always the one to come to the city. He had previously canceled a few hangouts because of depression issues. Don't know if that has anything to do with it, but it's possible. Thanks, love this podcast. You up and always a mama bear. Keep up the great work. Thank you. So what do you think? So I was very, very confused for most of it and wondering what the problem was. But then the living outside of the city part got me. Mm -hmm. And I started to think, does this guy maybe have a girlfriend? Yeah. Something. Something is afoot. Is afoot here. Yes. I'm with you. There's another woman. I don't know in what context. I don't know if it's a girlfriend or a situationship or a hookup. There's someone else. And here's the thing with hooking up. The honest one always feels weird. Mm -hmm. The honest one is always the one that goes, what's, yeah? why are you? Right. And they're questioning the unquestionable. It's tough for her. She's saying as a friends with benefits or as a a hookup situation, what right do I have to go, why am I muted? Because he can always go, I just wasn't on Instagram today. He can always go, he can always give an excuse that in the, in the land of public opinion is quote unquote right. Mm-hmm. So you can always look at it and go, well, you didn't, I just didn't go on the app. Oh, whoa, whoa. Someone has to be on the app 24 hours a day. Like that could be his response. Mm-hmm. And he's right. Yeah. Cause what does he owe? You know, doesn't owe her anything. And also if she went to her friends, they would go, well, you know, what are you going to do? Right. You, you know, you, it's like chasing, it's like trying to like catch sand, you know, <laughs> like it just keeps slipping through your fingers. You know, it's the white whale type of thing. Mm-hmm. You're the you're the officer trying to track down a, a murderer and the murderer keeps slipping through you. That's right. <laughs> you're like, yeah. oh, man, he keeps watching my story. Ah, and then you get like, he's gone. He's, he's gone. gone from the story. Ah, where'd he go? Where'd he go? <laughs> ah, 
Like, I'm look. hot on the beat. I, yeah, it's maybe it's something that she figured out. He was looking, or yeah, that happens. You know, oh, who's that? Who's that you're following? Yeah, and all of a sudden, then you gotta go dark. Well, that's the thing. He is a, he's a, he's a vigilante on the loose, mm-hmm. and you're the the cops just running through. You know, you're running through the town. You're trying to find this dude and find out what his deal is. And I, I think you're right. There's someone out there that is going, why are you looking at those stories? Mm-hmm. Why does that person show up in your search? Why does that person show up when I touch the search bar? They're the first name that comes up. Pops Who up. is that? Exactly. Oh, no, that's just a friend. Oh, really? Oh, okay, really? Merge, mood, merge meter. Yeah. yeah. Who's this that keeps why? Why are they first on your list to watch your stories? And I think that's why he's. it's a weak in between and you know that's why it keeps changing there's some time that's right and you're like you're sitting there like I gotta crack this case find someone also he's too far away for a booty call yeah it's not not ideal the best booty call situation is kind of it's kind of annoying because the best booty call situation is kind of someone that's living life like you right so then you're almost like so it's there's at least trust there Mm -hmm. but then you end up wanting to date that person because you're like well why wouldn't we exactly but you wouldn't because you're two people that are trying to fuck (laughs) you know so I, I I think so she's here I live my life by however I feel someone the person on the other side is 10% away 10% away 10% away so if like I'm wondering Hey, where'd this guy go? He's wondering, I hope she doesn't know that I go. (laughs) You know? And everything she says is right. I want to make sure she feels validated. Because, yes, he's avoiding your stories. Yes, he's only uh, messaging you when it's convenient for him. Yes, this probably means that there's other women that he's trying to do the same thing with that he's doing with you. And you didn't do anything wrong. No, not at all. I think it is weird for someone to mute a random, you know. The honest one always gets fucked because she's right here going, what I like about her is she wrote in, she's like, yeah, you know, I I can kind of get the picture that he's not looking for something serious. I like the sex. We have fun together when we have sex. Like her whole perspective on things to me is correct. She's down. The problem is he has such an ego that he doesn't think that the person on the other side can take this as lightly as he does. Mm -hmm. And that's really probably the, you know, if I'm going to think of like the first reason this is happening, it's probably that. He's trying to like give you a stiff arm to let you know, hey, you know, I don't want it to get too serious. I don't want to be too close. If I keep reaching out over and over again every week, then she'll think I want more. Mm -hmm. Or there's another girl that he's doing the same thing with and she took notice and he's like, I got to get rid of her from my search bar. It's true. It could be either. Could be either. Could be both. Mm-hmm. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. Here with Ariana Margulis. But, like, maybe don't. That's the book. Go, 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 go. Get it. Here's from a dude. We have a dude email. Friend Zone Forever? Question mark? Or Friend Zone Fever? Oh. I'm a bad reader today. <laughs> Hello, Jared and esteemed guests. Love the show and a frequent listener. Here it goes. I had heard from a few coworkers that a female coworker had expressed interest in me. So I gave it a whirl and asked her out for a few drinks. She rejected my invitation, saying that she had a lot going on between college and family commitments. A few days later, she hits me up and invites me out to a bar. We hit it off, and she admitted she had a huge crush on me, but wasn't confident in asking me out. We end the date, and she sends... Is that weird? Yeah, why'd she say no the first time? 
I don't know. We end the date and she sends me a message saying how I seem like a genuine nice guy who actually cares about her and how she can't wait to see me again. We mingle a bit at work and are texting on the daily. I asked her out to a second date at a restaurant as her birthday was in a few days. I also bought her, her a Tiffany & Co. bracelet for this occasion. Whoa. Uh, this guy sings young. <laughs> yeah, he went for it. She looks absolutely stunning for this date, but seems a bit off. She criticizes the food for being bland and vents about her awful daily commute to school. I'm listening intently and providing optimistic feedback only for her to reply, are you only going Are you going to fucking eat something or just sit there? What? Ooh, what? What? At this point, I debate ducking out the back and returning the bracelet, but I muster up the courage and say, I got you something. I present the bracelet to her only for her to inspect it and reply, don't you think this is a little much? I, oh, oh, my, my God. God. I feel for this guy. Me too. At this point... She confesses that she feels uh, we're complete opposites and she doesn't think she's ready for a relationship and can uh, can love someone right now. She begins to cry and, and how, say how she life isn't fair and how sacrifices have been made, have to be made. Okay. She also hands back the bracelet and says she doesn't feel comfortable with this. We awkwardly walk about to our uh, walk out to our cars, to which she says we're still friends. When do I work? And when do I work next? I don't reply and drive home. A few days later, uh, gossip in the workplace is at an all-time high with coworkers picking sides for both her and me. The drama blows over, and a few weeks later, our in interactions become more joking and flirtatious to the point that new hires constantly ask if we're dating. I still have feelings for her, but do not know how to proceed with the situation. Um, I feel for this dude. Yeah. I feel for him because... It does feel like, and this happens with a lot of the people that write in, where it's like, I want it. I want the thing. Like, he wanted, I don't even know if it's about him and the girl at this point. He wanted the dinner date that he saw on TV, that he saw on the sitcom, where he gives the bracelet, and she goes, Magic. I love you, yeah. and this is so perfect. And then they cuddle together. Like, this was not about sex to him. Mm -hmm. This was about... No, definitely not. Not at all. No. This was about, I want the girlfriend i want the girlfriend wearing my bracelet that i got her like oh. it's very cute and innocent my heart because we get so many emails here that are like you know where i'm i'm the guy being like yeah he's trying to fuck and i sound like an asshole because i'm speaking for a lot of guys but i'm speaking for him right now and it sounds like he just wanted to be like in the thing yeah he did uh you know he really did and i she what i don't get though is her flirting with him I, it just doesn't I don't understand I, she doesn't know what she wants really. I don't think she knows what she wants I think she knows that here's I, what I think I and tell me if you disagree with this because okay. I might be wrong I think she knows that he's a nice guy mm -hmm. and that he's a guy that she should want and love attention from and she's not into it no she's not but she's saying to herself I should be I should be Mm -hmm. And and it sucks because he was led here. I heard from a few coworkers that a female coworker expressed interest in me, so I gave it a whirl. Like at first, he's like giving it a whirl, and then all of a sudden, he's got a Tiffany's bracelet. Yeah. So that to me means he's not he's into just having the relationship, and she's not into him. So and it's all that's a thing. That's a thing. Yeah. Totally. There are guys that just want to be wifed up you know yeah i just want the thing i want the label i want it now and when guys push it it can be off putting to women but they 
still accept it because how could they tell their friends, well, I turned down the guy that gave me the Tiffany bracelet. Mm-hmm. That's why people in the office are taking sides. There's no sides in this. No. He's just a nice guy who pushed a little too hard because he thought it would be so much fun to be with someone. Mm-hmm. And the reason people are taking the other side is because they're like, well, you got her a bracelet a too day early in. or yeah. whatever it is, but it, it wouldn't be too early for someone else. Again, that time thing mm-hmm. for someone else. Some girl goes and on her second date, he bought me a bracelet and I was so happy for it, someone else that worked. That would be perfect. It's, it's just not the match. Exactly. I, there's always a, I mean, I've totally screwed. I think if we're honest, like I, I've screwed over some nice guys. Mm-hmm. It works both ways. Totally. Is there a nice girl thing? You yeah. know where a guy's like, oh, this is a, she, she would be a great wife or she would be a great I girlfriend. I should like her. That's like 90% of our emails is a lot of girls that are like, well, we went on four dates and he did these nice things and then we had sex and now he's acting weird. And it's like he's acting weird because he knows that the sex mattered more to you than him and that now he's with a perfectly nice girl that he's got to end it with. So he's like, well, let me get weird enough so I didn't just have end it after we had sex. sex. Like, that's the version of that. Ours is just more destructive. Uh-huh. Yours is, you know, turn down the bracelet at, you know, Romeo's or whatever <laughs> yeah. the fucking restaurant. You know, like, <laughs> if, I, if I was to speak honestly, like, I've been that guy where I've been with girls where I'm like, this is, uh, well, there's nothing not to like. The hardest breakups are the ones that happen for no reason. It's true. The hardest. Mm-hmm. And that's why she's like leading this along. She doesn't want to end it because she's like, look at this. is. There's this no is, reason I shouldn't like this. I should be so excited. That's why you kind of wait on the gift stuff. That's why I'm always like an uh, experienced gift person. I don't think I've ever gotten a gift even that. I, that's that's I an, mean, ex, it's an that's important nice. type of gift. Like to me, like an experience gift in the first year, at least it's like you two getting to know each other to make sure that you want to be with each other the next year. It's a great point. Right. So instead of like a bracelet where it feels like like I could see how she's like, man, but guilty. I got to be nice. I feel guilty. Yeah. He went through all this trouble. I don't feel bracelet worthy in this. Rela- I understand that. It's money. Totally. He probably doesn't, you know, seems young. It does feel young. I think he's got to move on. I think he's got to stop with the flirtation. I think you have to talk to her and be like, hey, I I just want to make sure we're on the same page. We're just friends. Uh, What I went through before hurt me a little bit. Like, I think, like, having some sort of conversation to end this as a romantic. Yeah, because I think, to be honest, if he doesn't, she will continue to toy with him. Yes. Yeah, because she'll continue to say, He's great. He's so great. I should. I got, why yeah. wouldn't I accept Why wouldn't I? Yeah. yeah. Train podcast at gmail.com. Train podcast at gmail.com. Ariana, this is fantastic. This was so fun. Thank you for coming on. Such a pleasure. Do we have one news item, Shelby? We do. Let's do one piece of news. Ooh, I like it. You know, uh, there's companies, they kind of have a mascot for themselves. Yeah, the Geico Gecko. Exactly. The Could the Fox for... Carfax. Carfax. Yeah, Carfax yeah, Fox. Yeah, could, what do we got? Could be even smaller. You're wearing a Georgia hat. It's not like, you know, there's a talking bulldog. It just kind of... Res- it's their... 
their theme. Sure. You know? But uh, a National Express like bus in England was searching for a mascot. They needed like just one to put on their images, make it kind of family friendly, make it seem Wait, inviting. Wait, repeat that again. Like a national bus service in okay. England. So they so went... they wanted a mascot for the national bus service. So like the MTA of London. Correct. Okay. They chose a bear. Okay. It's kind of fun. It's yeah, cute, I like a bear. Bear cute, bus. Cute yeah, bus bear. on the bear, bear on the bus. I get it. He's wearing a driver's uniform. Love it. Like Paddington's buddy, Aww. bus driver, Fred. But he needed a name, too. Okay. Sometimes, you know, Uh-oh. they have uh, Petey Panda. Yeah. Could be... Uh, Barry the Bear. That would have been a better name. Okay, what, is, <laughs> what did they choose? <laughs> they went with Bussy Bear. Bussy Bear. Because it's a bus. Yeah. Know? Bussy Bear. Okay, and I could see the English version, Bussy Bear. Yeah. Like, I could feel that, like, mm-hmm. oh, that's Bussy. Bussy. Love Bussy the Bear. Bussy old chap. Oh, Bussy. How could that go wrong? But some pointed out, though, that Bussy has a well-known term in the gay community. Okay. <laughs> For uh, a, to put it lightly, or maybe bluntly, a man's uh, hole. Oh. Like sometimes for it was a boy pussy. Oh, a bussy. Mm-hmm. I didn't oh. know that one. Never would have made that connection. Yeah. Me neither. Yeah. But I get it. I understand it. It's one of those things that if like a if a child doesn't know the word the, the swear word what does it matter like if there's no meaning behind it mm-hmm. so when you say bussy bear like I don't th- I, even as we said it I'm not even sitting like even now that I know the information I don't go oh, oh that's yeah. uh you know that's fucking you know balloon not bear you know like I'm not like <laughs> right. oh there's that you know fucking you know fucking boy <laughs> pussy bear I guess is what we're Right? Like, yeah, no, I don't have I the don't. connotation. I would still be like, oh, that's Bussy Bear. Bussy. Bussy. But I get. Is that what they're worried about? Are they freaking out? They are, are people freaking out? They're are people. Twitter's. It's Twitter. Twitter's going nuts. <laughs> How dare keep, you? They are going to keep the name for now, but it's, okay. it's, they've, they've acknowledged, like, we, we hear what you're We saying. understand yeah. this could be. We understand that the bear we've chosen could be misconstrued as a male's anus. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Poor Teddy. <laughs> what an announcement. Uh, <laughs> hey, London, just want to acknowledge. Like, like the judge, the even acknowledging it makes it weird. The bus are working fine. We're still going to drive on that side of the road. <laughs> but, uh... Poor Bussy. But we've named the bear after an asshole. Mm-hmm. Well, Shelby, thank you for bringing the news. Thanks for having me. Ariana Margulis, thank you for coming on. This was fantastic. So much fun. So happy to have you. I want everyone, 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 go follow Butt Like Maybe on Instagram. But more importantly, buy the book. You won't be disappointed. It's a perfect piece for your apartment. It is. I, I, I really do believe that. So... But like maybe don't. It's on Amazon. Anywhere you get books, go, 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 go pick it up. Shelby, thank you for bringing in the news. Thanks. 
at Classic Shelb on Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat. I'm Jared Freed. I'm here every Tuesday and Friday. If you're listening right now and you're in the Boston area, I'm in Boston this whole weekend. Um, I'm gonna. I think they might be sold out, but hopefully we'll, we're at that point. I'm doing shows at Laugh Boston next month. I'm at Gotham Comedy Club. I'm at Gotham Comedy Club. April 17th and 18th, four shows. Those are selling very, very quickly. Philly. Just saw the uh, the, ad, the the link is out for Philly. So you can buy tickets for Philly. Uh, Dallas, Providence, JaredFree.com, JaredFree.com, Mohegan Sun. Go, go, go. I'll be back next episode. Boom. Hello and welcome to the J Train Podcast. I'm J Train, Jared Freed, coming to you live from Harlem, New York City. We're here every day because this is a Freed by Noon episode. That's right, the Freed by Noon episodes are going to be daily. They're going to be daily for your quarantine enjoyment. I'm Jared Freed. The J Train Podcast is usually Tuesday and Friday. I know this is all confusing, but I need you to get on board with the messaging, okay? This is the J Train Podcast, and this is a Freed by Noon episode. Any of your emails, send them in to jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. That's jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. We're going to do some emails. We're going to do the coronavirus rant of the day. We're going to do the luxury lounge. We're going to do charcuterie chat and then your quick hits. Let's get to it. This one is called Timing is a Bitch. Jared, here is my corona complaint. An old fling just posted on IG that he's in town of all weeks and we're trying to make plans for a date. I know, I know, irresponsible giving these times, but the result of his new CrossFit lifestyle make this a non-negotiable situation. He's so fucking hot. Oh my God. Also, I do want to catch up since we've only ever seen each other. We've only ever seen each other every two to three years or so. I always really, really liked him. Okay. Some of you are wa- are listening to this email and you're already getting mad. The way her attitude towards the responsibility of social distancing. I'm sure some of you are going, no, you fucking bitch. And I, you know, I think during times like these, it's time to not just scream, you fucking idiot. I don't think that's helpful. I Even though I agree, this first line, I, she writes, I, irresponsible given these times, but... Look at his CrossFit body. Like, bring that complaint to Italy. Bring that complaint. And that's kind of, I know this podcast exists as a break from the everyday harsh realities of life, especially with this world we're dealing with now. So I do understand that they're not really thinking this way. But, you know, I know we're supposed to keep our distance and we're not supposed to be in public, but look at his pecs. And sometimes I feel like this is more okay for a woman than a man. If I was single and someone was like, and and I said, oh, this girl's in town. And I know we're supposed to stay far away. And I know we're not supposed to meet up. But look at that fat ass. 
Like that, no one is going to let me off the hook for it. Maybe in the way that this woman might be looking at her friends and being like, and her friends are going, he does look hot. And you'd only be out for so long. And I do understand there are ways to leave the house while still being responsible. I think this is a great email for this show, but not a great thing to say out loud if I could give her any advice. Going out of the house and saying, he's so fucking hot, oh my God. Also, I do not, I, I do want to catch up since we've only ever seen each other two to three years. I always really liked him. Someone would look at you and go, so the guy you've seen each other every two or three years is in town and you guys have to go and be public and be in, uh, and it's like, she writes, maybe I've gotten caught up in the hysteria, but I'm hearing now that NYC bars and restaurants are closing. That's true. Everything's closed. What the fuck? To make matters worse, I'm moving this week and I don't feel like having a one night stand in my current state of disarray, let alone having awkward, sexy time on my mattress on the floor surrounded by boxes. Where the hell can I social non-distance myself with him? In two more years, when we, when he would most likely come back to New York, he'll probably be married or some shit, so this is my last chance to enjoy his company. I feel like if bars are closed, the only options may be a very unromantic night of beer and takeout at his hotel, but I don't even know where he's staying. Could be with a family or friends. What are your thoughts? What are random, funny, safe places that Jared Freed can recommend for a girl just living in a corona world? Please forgive me sounding like a horny nut. I think we can all agree the quarantine life is making everyone go a little stir crazy. So the excuse, that's the excuse I'm going with. Thanks. Well, I'm very excited that she sent this in. You can send in your emails to jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. This is a Freed by Noon episode. Um, let me just say to her, this is like, and I, I hate this word. I hate the connotation that goes with it. This is a very privileged email. And I know there's a lot of politics that get wrapped up with the word privilege, but here's the reality. You cannot have it all, okay? The answer is in the email. She says she's she's got a guy who's in town and is messaging her, and he's so fucking hot. Also, I do want to catch up since we only ever see each other every two to three years or so. No, no, no. You can't have it both. Where can I social non-distance with him in more than two years? In two more years, he would be come back and he'd be married. So this is my last chance to enjoy his company. No, no, no. What are your thoughts? Uh, what are some, say, uh, please forgive me for sounding like a horny nut. So the problem I have with her email is she's trying to be both at once. You can't. You can't be, I just want to enjoy his company and I'm a horny nut. Okay. That is the <clears throat> corona reality that we are dealing with, okay? You're either home on the boxes with the mattress, fucking it out like two rabbits, or you don't see each other at all, okay? Nobody, you you know, or you go for a walk, if, if, or you catch up, and you catch up by taking a walk in the park away from everybody. So it's either you're fucking or you're walking. It's one or the other. Because right now, you want to have it all. But that's the reality of making um, concessions for the quote-unquote greater good. That's the reality of a negotiation where it's like, hey, everybody, we don't want to have to put police in the streets, but we're asking that you can all stay home. 
So that is the whole idea of compromise. When a compromise, you don't get it all. So, and I'm not saying she's not she's not wrong about, hey, you're going stir crazy. I just want to fuck this hot dude. Good for you. But don't then tell me, well, I want to fuck him, but I also, you know, want to make sure that we have a good conversation and I want to make sure that I'm not sleeping on boxes because that'd be kind of weird. Uh-uh. There's no time for that. You're fucking, you're having them over. You're saying, let's do this. You're having an honest conversation. Hey, we don't see each other a lot, but I'm really attracted to you. Come over, we'll drink some wine. We'll fuck around and then we're done. We'll quarantine together for this one night. We'll wrap each other around each other. We'll wrap our legs around each other, sweaty and gross. Ooh, play that porno music, Shelby. Just grab me, grab that. Grab that water and get hydrated. Let's have a Corona night. Ooh, yeah. Oh, yeah, get me that fluids. Ooh, I'll have the Tylenol because I'm feeling a little fluish. Not the ibuprofen because it makes your lungs inflame. Ooh. Hand me that Purell. Rub it all over my body. That's the night (coughs) you're choosing between that night or, which is fine, or we take a walk and get to know one another. But that walk is going to be awkward and non-sexual. You can't have it both ways. Or you get out in front of me and say, you can come over to my place, but I just want to be up front with you. I don't want to have sex, and I want it to be just us getting to know each other a little bit because we only see each other two to three years. <coughs> now I'm coughing because I'm getting all hyped up. J train podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast at gmail.com. Send in your emails. We're here every day, freed by noon. Um, let's get to this email quarantine without sex. Uh, I'm getting through all the emails. Here we go. Papa JT. All the feathers for you, Freed by Noon, is amazing and making my quarantine pleasant. Thank you. Here's my issue. My boyfriend and I have been together for about five months. Things have been really great. I've been trying the whole owning my standard thing for the first time and seeing great results. Every time we've had to work through something, it's been a quick and thorough resolution with long-term results. Love it. The only thing missing is sex. We were hot and heavy the first couple months, but are now only having sex once or twice a month. Besides seeing each other at least twice a week. I've tried all the tricks. I had a dream. I had a dream you doing blank to me. So I've given advice on the podcast in the past that if you're lacking in sex, tell the person you're dating about a dream you had about how they um, fulfilled your dream like sex experience. So for her, I'd be like, oh, my God, I imagine you last night. I had the weirdest dream. You were going down on me in between wiping your hands off for Purell, like that type of thing. Strong initiation where we're when we're alone together. I'm ashamed to say even some mildly passive aggressive comments and more all to no avail. I think it's time to just have direct conversation, but I'm unsure of how to bring it up. He's going through an extremely hard time at work. He's the founder of a nonprofit and has a ton of pressure on him. 
The one time we got close to talking about the lack of sex, he got super defensive about how sex is lasting, uh, the last thing on his mind while he's trying to hold his life together. How can I broach the subject in a way that puts him in the mood as opposed to completely turns him off? If I have to live through this quarantine without sex, I might wither away your best sexless in solitude. So here's what I would say. I think that this is a really good time for sexual honesty. I think you're locked away and and you're saying, Jared, but I'm locked away with this person that I, you know, I don't want to say the wrong thing. And then it's awkward for the next month that we're together. Well, here's the thing. Consider this mother nature looking down and going tap, tap. The world is changing. The world is ending. Get it in before you can't anymore. And, and take it as that. And you, if you're quarantined away with a loved one or a lover or there's someone that you've had something on your mind, I think now's the time to do it. I think now's the time to say because you're, right now you're going to be around people in uncomfortable quarters. You and your girlfriend are going to be shitting and pooping and farting around each other a little bit more than often. It's going to be more than you usually do. And for this woman, it's time to sit with them and go, Hey, and but I would encourage her to come with a plan. The problem when women come to men with their sexual issues, and I'm just saying from the male side, is that we sit here and go, okay, you've come with all these problems and now I'm the, the CEO of fucking and I got to figure out a plan. Why don't you come with plans and ideas for how the sex life can be better? And that also has to do with scheduling. I saw a great thing where another guy who's like one of these like, you know, professional organizers, he's like, the trick to working at home is to organize your day, time out your day, okay? So a fun thing for maybe her to do is to say, hey, I'm going to be the CEO of fucking. Um, We're stuck in the house together every day, Wednesday, 4, 10 p.m., be in your room, just your underwear. And then you take control of that situation. And then at the end of it, when you're sitting in bed, smoking your cigarette, ooh, oh, 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 we both came. Then you say to him, hey, um, that was so much fun. Let's make a running appointment every day at 410. Get it? Maybe you guys smoke a bunch of weed before and it's like, oh, you put that in the calendar. But I think if you put special surprise or his turn, okay, or you make a schedule for both of you and you put my special surprise to you, now you say at the end of it, tomorrow's your turn for the special surprise. Tomorrow's your turn for the 410. We'll call it the 410. The 410 fuck. That's what we'll call it. I don't know why I chose 410. It just has nice alliteration. But I, the 410 fuck, the 410 fondle, the 410 surprise. Call it whatever you want, but you put it in each other's calendar, and then it's like, oh, okay. Now we have this thing to look forward to that, yes, he's going through a hard time with work. Listen, I, I mean, right now, I've had shows cancel. I've had things cancel. The future is on a lot of people's minds. Nonprofit, that's the first thing to go. Charitable donations, that ain't happening right now. Everyone's worried about how am I going to get paid? How am I going to have a job? So the entertainment, I'm not going out to a comedy show. I got to make sure I got a job tomorrow. So these are all things on the hearts and minds of the people in your life. So it's normal that he'd be worried. What I'm saying is don't make it, hey, when are you going to fuck me right? 
If you make it that way, it's emotional, it's a fight, it's not the right thing. If you make it 410 tomorrow, it's the 410 surprise. That's our new thing we're going to do every day. And maybe one of those days it's you baking him a cake and he's like, and we're, and you guys are like, yeah, I'm chafing. I'm done coming for a while. Maybe you get to that point. But for now, it's your special surprise to them. 410 surprise. The 410 surprise. Be in the room. It's my turn on the 410 surprise. Be in the bedroom wearing your underwear, uh, you know, with your thumb up your ass. Don't ask why. Just, just go. J train podcast at gmail.com j train podcast at gmail.com this is the freed by noon podcast we do freed by noon episodes every day uh j train podcast the regular podcast will be up and at them um every single tuesday and friday for you i have videos i got youtubes these are going on youtube all i ask okay i'm, I'm taking a real shot here um, I'm happy to do this. I have fun interacting with the audience that I have. Share, share, share. Make it your Instagram stories. Um, I'm going to announce my sponsors for the podcast this week. I'm going to announce them so you can support them. That actually supports me. Um, and listen, I'm going to give you free money. Rothy's, free shipping and returns at rothys.com slash JTrain. FabFitFun, promo code JTrain for $10 off your first box at FabFitFun.com. Uh, go to ShipStation. ShipStation is for free 60 days. Click the microphone at the top of the homepage and press code JTrain. Put in code JTrain at ShipStation.com. Self, 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 self.inc slash JTrain. Start in just five minutes. Self, uh, that's helping you build credit. Self.com. Self.inc slash JTrain and Blue Chew. That could help the 410 fuck. Uh, Blue Chew, free, uh, first shipment free with promo code JTrain. Just pay $5 shipping. So those are sponsors that if you support them, they support me. Um, also, I want to let you know share with a friend, a coworker, a brother, a sister. Everyone's looking for entertainment. And I think of a podcast as a trip away from the thoughts in your brain. Put your brain on the shelf. Let Papa J train take the wheel. Text my text text my ex during ooh text my ex um should I text my ex? I got to find a better way to post the to make these <laughs> better order. Um Okay. Jared, thank you for all the free content and distractions from your new daily from your new daily pod. I have a quarantine related question rant point for you. My ex of two-ish years and I broke up on January 2nd. I started a hard convo and he pulled the trigger on a breakup. So what that means is she said, I want to be together. Uh oh, I my ex of two-ish years. She must have had some conversation of like, when are we moving in? And he broke it off. And I've been making healthy strides at getting over him. I've been going on dates, focusing on my new workout routine, and spending more time with friends. He is not someone that I need in my life, and I logically know we are better off apart. Okay, let's remember that sentence that she wrote. He is not someone that I need in my life, and I logically know we are better off apart. So she wrote that. If you're out there in a similar situation... Why don't you write a little notebook just like you're a kid in, you know, in, in elementary school writing your last name with your new last name, right? 
He is not someone I need in my life, and I logically know we are better off apart. Write it down. If you write it down and you read it back, it becomes a little bit more real. But the quarantine has me missing him almost as much as I did during the initial two weeks of breakup. We have been in no contact aside from him texting me two weeks ago that he was thinking of me and hoped I was well, to which I did not respond. Are other people feeling like this? Is the quarantine the new Sunday morning? Texting to check in is a really bad idea, right? Just need your general thoughts and rant here on what uh, we can all do to stay sane away from the comfort of exes during this weird, weird time. I'll say this right now. You're not lonely for him. You're just lonely. You're not lonely for them. You're just lonely. Let me repeat myself. You're not lonely for them. You're just lonely. Okay? When you get that little tinge in your side, reach out to a friend, a brother, a sister, a mom, FaceTime, turn on a movie, a funny movie, a good movie, a bad movie, call someone, watch a movie with someone over the phone. These are all good ideas to get away from it. But what I will want to repeat, yes, other people are feeling this. Yes, other people are wondering, you know, you're sitting alone in an apartment, you're going, man, this is lonely. This is scary. I just want someone that will hold me tight and tell me everything's going to be okay. And that's hard. The problem I see right away is that you are, I think, when you're with someone for two years, you shouldn't be ready and good to go by March after the January breakup. No, no, no. This should still hurt. This still takes time. I just think, and, and the thing is, the problem is everyone's reaching out to people because they're a little scared. Everyone's reaching out to someone. And you know who we reach out to? It isn't because it's you. You reach out to someone who has already said yes to you in the past. He's not reaching out to you with a, you know, he, he texted me two weeks ago that he was thinking of me and hoped I was well. The only reason he's texting you that is because he knows he's sending it to a place that has been kind to him before. The easiest person to get with after a breakup is the person you just left, and it's because there's no real chance of rejection. They've already said yes to you, so the hope you're well text, oh, well, they'll say yes to that. Even if they say no, they've said yes before, so you have that in your back pocket. So... Just know that they reached out to you not to make sure you're well, to make sure, to just to, because they're as lonely as you. And they handled it in the wrong way. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. Let's move on to the coronavirus rant of the day. Hit the music, Shelby. Here's who I want to talk to right now. If you're making your own hand sanitizer at home, do that in front of the mirror, not telling anybody. Do it over the phone with your crazy aunt who taught you about the ingredients to put into your own natural hand sanitizer. This is not the time for you. Yes, we've given you a podium in the past. We've listened to your, uh, to your ideas on astrological signs. We've listened to you talk about the wonders of witch hazel we've listened to you talk about how you can make soap on your own and it will cost for you and how it's better for the animals that hang out on your tree we gave you some time well your time is over 
It's scientist time. It's not make it at home Betty time. It's Joe scientist. It's Janice scientist. It's educated people time. It's graduate degree time. It's time for Johnson and Johnson, not Ethel and her hemp cape. You're out. Okay? So going on Instagram and telling us about a fun new way to create your own PRL at home, you're not helping because we're going to fuck it up. We're going to trust it too much and it's not going to be working. And now we're going to be touching everyone, trusting that the water from our sink is just as good as PRL. It's not. Okay? We don't want... We're not looking for Star Wizard's approach to sanitization. We want Johnson and Johnson, okay? That's who we want. We want Mrs. Scientist. We want Mr. Scientist. Not you, not your witch hazel, not your thing that was made from the acorns outside. You're done, Star Wizard. It's over. Go look in the mirror and talk about astrological signs to that to the face that looks back at you. Don't talk to us on Instagram about a cute new Yo, natural way to clean your hands. We want chemicals. We want soap. We want real hand washing and sanitization. That was my coronavirus rant of the day. Send in your rant to jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. That's jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Let's go to the luxury lounge. Hit it, Shelby. The Luxury Lounge. Okay, so if you don't know, I have a Patreon account. Patreon is a great way to um, to give back to artists that are giving to you. I'm doing this podcast at my own dollar on my own dollars and cents. Patreon is a place where, listen, if you're looking for extra content, I have years of podcasts on there that are behind a paywall. Five bucks a month. You can get advice from me, personal advice, $15 a month. And you can get dating app makeovers for 50 bucks a month. Okay? So listen, all of that may be of no interest to you. I've also added an extra podcast on Patreon called Luxury Lounge, where we complain about the luxuries in life. Okay? It's a chance to talk about a subject that right now, especially with coronavirus going on, it might be tough to talk about because... There's nothing worse than when you go, isn't it cold in here? And someone goes, people are starving around the world. You go, I guess I'm not allowed to complain about the, you know, the heat in here. So this is the luxury lounge is a place that we can shut the door, go inside the piano. Shelby can start playing the piano and we can complain and talk freely about the luxuries in life. And I, I want to do it a little differently today. I want to thank someone. I want to thank someone that nobody is thanking right now. I want to thank whoever that guy is, the big black guy with the big black dick. I want to thank you. If you are, if you have friends that are funny, they have already sent you a link that on the front it says something very seriously. You click on it and it takes you to a who I'm assuming is a porn star who has the biggest penis I've ever seen in my entire life. Thank you, huge coxman. You have given more joy to the people of this nation than anyone else has to this date. You have given more laughs. You have given more happiness. You've given more 
breaks from reality than anyone else. And I don't think anyone's thanking you enough, okay? You and your huge cock have given hours of laughs and enjoyment and stress relief. If I was president, I would give you a day of, of, of acknowledgement. I would make it Big Black Cock Day because you, sir, are a hero. And I mean this genuinely. Your big dick has gotten me to smile at the most stressful and anxiety uh, anxiety times. And I want to extend an invite. Big Dick Jones or whatever your name is. If I could find you, I'd love to have you on the J Train podcast to discuss how much happiness you're bringing into the world because it's a hard person to thanks. Jamila Jamil will sit on Twitter complaining about people leaving the house, but she won't thank the man who's putting smiles on young people's faces across this country. Him and his big dick are the Santa Claus of coronavirus, uh, of, of coronavirus anxiety. And I want to thank you, Mr. Dick Jones, Mr. Big Cock. I don't know. He might be a doctor, 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 big carrot, doctor, doctor, fungo bat, whatever your name is. Thank you. From J Train Podcast, Freed by Noon to you. I just want to say you are a hero. That's been the Luxury Lounge. You can join my Patreon, patreon.com slash Jared Freed, patreon.com slash Jared Freed. Uh, $5 a month gets you Luxury Lounge plus Coffee with J-Train. There's years of content there that if you need something to listen to, you could sign up for one month and then unsubscribe at the end of the month once things go back to normal. So there you go. Podcast at gmail.com. If you have a luxury item that want you want to be complained about or thanked, send it in. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. Now, <clears throat> let's start. Let's start the charcuterie chat portion. Hit the music, Shelby. I want to talk about uh, every day we're going to do a charcuterie chat. Here's my issue. Themed boards. Themed boards annoy me. Okay? The reason they're annoying is because none a themed board... Here's the thing about charcuterie. Charcuterie boards should start at everyone's hungry. Let me make something as delicious as possible. That is the selfless way a charcuterie board is made. Do you understand me? You have a group of people coming. They're going to be hungry. I want something quick that can be out there to make them less hungry right away. That's the whole That's the whole dream of the charcuterie board. That's what we're talking about here. That's why we're making charcuterie boards. People show up. They want to be able to eat right away. Okay? Your themed board... Your St. Patrick's Day board that's all green. I saw a coronavirus board that was full of like hand wipes and Purell. How annoyed would you be if you were like, you're out of Purell? And they're like, yeah, a woman with an Etsy page came in here and cleaned us out of Purell so that she could have a fun picture. And that's the thing. These theme boards, your 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 Halloween one, your your candy one, your breakfast one. It's not about the hunger. It's a it's not a selfless deed. 
It is a selfish deed because you're only doing it to post it online to get extra likes because the more differentiation you have on something on Instagram that relates to the everyday person, that's the more likes you get. That's how it works, okay? Take something people already know, charcuterie board, do a little twist, and now you get extra likes. So when you do a St. Patrick's board, it annoys me. When you do a Purell board or you do a coronavirus board and they're taking from people who need those Purell packets, it annoys me. When you do the breakfast board, it's not about being hungry. It's not about people walking in hungry. It's about you getting your likes. Your theme board sucks and they're getting gross. I saw one that was a pirate ship that's made gone viral and they're hanging meat over wood planks to make the sails. I wanted to puke all over my fucking phone. I don't want to see a meat sale. JTrainPodcast.gmail.com. That's your charcuterie chat of the day. If you have a charcuterie chat topic that you want discussed, JTrainPodcast.gmail.com. Hit us up. Let's do the quick hits. These are straight from the Instagram account. Quick hits. Let's get it going. Best friend who is getting engaged to a guy even though we all say no. Here's the, here's the reality. You've said no. Now you back away. You, nobody loses weight until their pants don't fit. That's the only way you lose weight. Oh, my pants are tight. I got to hit the gym. If you say to your friend, hey, you're fat fuck, they'll go, fuck you. Get out of my life. Same thing with the fiance. Hey, we hate your husband. Fuck you. He's great to me. You don't even understand. Okay. But if they see that you guys don't hang out with them as much. You guys have backed away. You've stopped entertaining what I'm sure there are fights and things that she comes to you or he comes to you and complains about. I would say next time they complain to you about their fiance, you say, hey, I've given my peace. Let's talk about something else. And now they're not so much fun. Now they're not the center of attention. Make the pants start, uh, stop fitting. Do boys tell you about their date sex life uh, to friend zone you or is some kind of weird flex? Oh, so guys will talk to a girl who they think is into them about their sex life, about dates they've gone on to be like, this is the separation. I'm letting you know you can stay this far apart. They'll even do it to people that they're hooking up with just to let them know, hey, I'm still out there. Hey, I'm still dating. You and I just touch genitals. You working from home is about to become the new you up. Yeah, I mean, times like these, anything that's like the 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 talk of the time is the new you up. A you up text is something sent late at night to hook up. Anything that becomes the national conversation becomes a hookup opportunity. Hey, how's your Thanksgiving? Hey, how was your holiday? Hey, how was your new year? Hey, how's your uh, your your quarantine? Hey, how's, hey, how's your, how's your summer? Hey, do you have summer Fridays? These are all excuses to fuck. Why do guys start as friends and try to get out of the friend zone years later? Um, their first inkling wasn't to be your friend. They mistimed the approach and dealt as a friend. Guys or girls, everyone does this. Becoming a friend is a, is a side door to avoid hearing no. So instead of, hey, I want to hook up. Hey, well, let's get lunch. Yeah, I'll get lunch. Hey, let's hook up. No, you fucking gross person. I'm not into you. What was easier to hear? Guys and girls do this. 
Best quarantine snacks besides raspberries and charcuterie, obviously. <clears throat> Yesterday, we discussed um, the raspberry and the charcuterie chat. You can go back to yesterday's Freed by Noon. Here's what I like in a quarantine snack. I need it to be uh, multifunctional, okay? So I have a lot of cheese and meats and breads and rice crackers so I can make differentiating types of sandwich and snacks. One time I can have a little piece of turkey. Another time I can have just the cheese. Another time I can take the cheese and wrap around the turkey. Another time I can take the cheese and put it on the rice cracker. See how I've... It's, it's, like, it's like clothing in the, in the fall, in the spring. You want to layer different looks. That's a better way. Best way to bring up that your sex life is boring. We went over this early in the show. I think right now is the perfect time. 410 fuck, the 410 surprise. I think it's not telling them it's boring. It's you becoming the CEO of Fucktown and then handing them the baton for next time. But you have to take the lead. Ed from New Season of 90 Day. I, I, I haven't watched 90 Day. Um, I only watched one episode. I'm not sure who Ed is. How to kindly tell a guy to shave his back. If I'm you, I'm asking him to wax it. I think now's a good time, especially in quarantine. Send, you know, to, let's get out all. I'm face masking. I'm using moisturizers. I'm dug right in to my girlfriend's uh, beauty packs. And I think that's a fun thing to do with someone you're stowed away with. Um... Guy on Bumble says he doesn't check it often and asks people to slide into IG DMs. Anytime someone is going to IG or Snapchat, if they're trying to talk to you on social media, they're avoiding having each other's numbers because they don't want you having it long term. They can block you on IG easier than on their phone numbers. It's a let they're trying to keep you. And also, when you talk to someone on Instagram DMs, there's just a different vibe. You're just on the side of things. It's not so serious. I don't even have their number. You could hook up with this guy for two years and he'd be like, eh, you know, we just DM a lot. Because here's the thing guys are worried about. A lot of guys don't want to be the assholes. So they're trying to work in built-in excuses, small print on the contract. Yeah, she's someone I DM. See? how he, Oh, she's someone I snap. It's not that serious. So anytime a guy's trying to veer you that way, it's to stay, it's to for small print on the contract. Guys' thoughts on girls' nipple sizes. Hmm. I guess we notice, but like, I've I've never had a friend of mine come up to me and go, "Yeah, I hooked up with this girl, but the nipple size, oh, too small, too huge. Had to get out of that one." I've just never heard that. Guys are a lot more. Um, I think guys get a bad rap for being very looks focused, which we are, but I think we also don't get enough credit for how happy we are to be naked with you that we don't even notice. So whatever five pounds you're worried about, whatever seven inch diameter nipple you have, it's more on your mind than it is on ours. We see it. We're like, oh, I guess I'm licking the whole thing. I guess I'm licking the dinner plate like a dog. What are some great first date options when all the bars and restaurants are shut down? Taking a walk. You know, I, I don't know. I, someone might hear that and go, whoa, you're not allowed to walk. If you go alone to a park, I think that's okay. If you're alone, you're not going to an enclosed space. You go take a walk in a park. Why not? Talk. 
No alcohol? Sure, bring bring some nips. Bring some uh, bring some bagged liquor. Mix, you know, let's go back to middle school. Poland spring bottle this shit. Just started seeing someone. How do I not let Rona kill the spark? Um, I brought this up on yesterday's Freed by Noon. Book clubs. Listen to podcasts together. Listen, Watch shows together. You know, it's like when you're on an airplane with someone, you start the movie at the exact same time. Do that with them with a TV show or this podcast. I mean, I could self-promote all day, but I'm saying there's many things you guys can do together virtually that you didn't even think about until now. Friends with benefits. One month in, I'm meeting his family friends. He wants long term. Too soon? Well, you're not friends with benefits. You have to reassess what this is. Um, And also, it's okay if you're friends with benefits or someone, they say, hey, do you want to meet your family? You can say to them, hey, that's not how I do friends with benefits. The problem with these labels is that we all have different definitions of them. So you have to have a translating moment. If you're like, yeah, we're casual. Well, casual to them might mean that you see each other once a week. Casual to you might mean, yeah, I'll fuck you when I'm ready. So do you see the difference there? You need a, tra- a relationship translator moment. So if they're saying, hey, I want you to meet my parents, and you're saying, man, I kind of like meeting their parents. I kind of like that we're getting more serious. Hey, I want to talk to you. Uh, we're not friends with benefits to me anymore if I meet your parents. Boyfriend of two years broke up with me three weeks ago in sudden isolation. Uh, it's the worst. Is making it worse. So, yeah, it sucks. Family, friends, reaching out to loved ones. Um FaceTime, 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 podcast, entertainment sources. This is all ways. And I, and, but don't go back to them. It ain't worth it. It ended for a reason. And also, we all made a decision. Go to yesterday's Freed by Noon. Everyone was put, everyone in a relationship, out of a relationship, whatever they were in, was now, had to take a moment. Everyone had to take a moment to think, do I want to be around this person? two weeks from now if we have to stay indoors do I want to do I want to put the energy in and people said no some people said yes is it okay to Uber to a current hookups apartment to quarantine and chill for a night or too risky um I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be the one that tells you the rules on these things I don't know you have to do what feels best for you I, I think it's more important to say I don't know to me you you know, here's the thing. You're you you know. Some would say the Uber drivers. That, you know, there's, you know, can you make sure your Uber driver's 22? You know, I don't know. Can you walk there? If you can walk there, why not? X reaching out because of Corona. Actually concerned or just an excuse to talk to you? I think it's just an excuse to talk to you. I think it's okay. If they send a, hey, just making sure you're okay, it's okay to say, yes, I'm okay. Hope you are too. No questions, no follow-ups. That's okay. It's okay to not answer too. We'll do, should I leave my parents' house in New Jersey and go quarantine with my BF in New York City? Um, I don't know. Stop leaving. <laughs> the peanut gallery says to stop leaving. No, I think... If you're in your house in New Jersey, I think you're at a point in a relationship where you're two young people that you'll be able to pick up if you should. This isn't, you know, two star-crossed lovers in their 40s with one last shot. Stick at home. 
How do I stop accidentally picking up guys who only want to fuck on dating apps? I, I'll say this. There's no accident of that. You're meeting guys. They all want to fuck, okay? You have to be able to say to hold your standard, okay? That means, hey, my first date, I want it to be a dinner uh, to be drinks. That's okay to say. You're not, you're not a difficult or crazy for wanting first date to be, hey, here's the place, here's the time, here's where I want to take you. If you're getting less than that, then they probably just want to be casual. But you have to be on the lookout. And you have to be okay with, if something doesn't feel good to you, okay, that's him trying to be casual. It's not them trying to make you crazy. It's just them trying to be casual. And you have to always say, say, no, I will only take this level. That's our podcast. Freed by Noon episode of the J Train Podcast. It is, this is coming out on, what's today, Monday? This is coming out on Tuesday, so you're going to get two episodes, Freed by Noon plus a regular J-Train. Go to the YouTube, subscribe on YouTube. That's a huge help to me. Share, share, share. Instagram stories, Instagram stories. Let people know. I'll be back next episode. Boom!